At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country mega star while also having seven kids. You know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber wishing you all a happy new year. Welcome to 2022. It is, as always, a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It is New Year's Day. Happy 2022. And while we don't have a game to preview today, we did want to give you a special edition of the Hornets Hivecast. If you missed the Christmas edition, uh, we had a great time with it. Our Christmas gifts to each other was special holiday-themed segments of the HHC. And today, with it being New Year's Day, we're doing 2022 predictions for the calendar year. It's myself, my producer from the Hornets Radio Network, Rob Longo, and writer extraordinaire from Hornets.com, Sam Purley, with you once again. And we're going to give you 22 predictions for the year 2022 Hornets and NBA related. So here are the rules, guys. First segment is going to be Hornets individual player predictions. Segment two will be NBA in general predictions. And segment three will be Hornets team predictions. We're going to work our way through this round robin 22 predictions in total for today's Hornets Hivecast. Everyone got it? Good. Works for me if it works for you. I can't promise that mine are going to be very reasonable. There might be a few outlandish ones, but you never know in this crazy world and this crazy year that 2021 has been. So we'll see what happens in 2022 as well. You know, that's what makes uh, predictions and your uh, New Year's resolution so much fun is that they can blow up in your face within, I don't know, 15 days of the new year. We'll see how we do here. First up, Hornets individual player predictions. Luck of the draw. Rob Longo goes first. Rob Longo, your individual player prediction. Number one for the year 2020. 
2022. So I'm really going to start off the bat here and see what is going to stick here. I will go with my first one is Miles Bridges will not lead the league in minutes played on average this season. Obviously, he's missed some time due to health and safety protocols with the overall total of minutes played this season. I don't think it's going to hold up as he continues to be the league leader in minutes played on average based off of just, you know, a 48-minute game. But that is going to be my first prediction right out of the shoot. Miles Bridges will not lead the league in minutes played on average, hopefully because the Hornets are able to balance out the lineup a little bit. Never mind the fact that he's not in the top five right now. But all right, fine. Fair enough. It's a, it's a quality prediction in the sense that it's at least going to come true. I'm with uh, Rob on this one, Sam Purley. I think that one will come true. Sam Purley, your first prediction for 2022. Well, my first prediction will be at some point in 2022, we'll say the the rest of this season, at some point in the second half of this season, Terry Rozier will have a 50-point game. I think he's had a relatively kind of slowish start to the year. He's picking up a little steam in December. We're starting to see the Terry of old. I think he's due at some point to just have one of those holy cow kind of games. Lots of threes, maybe nine, ten threes. I think he's just going to have one of those performances that's just going to go nuts. So Terry Rozier, 50-point game at some point in the second half of the season. Wow. I'm going to be honest. I had Terry Rozier, 40-point game on my list. So that's out the window. Now you go for a 50-piece. His career high, by the way, in case you're curious, 43 versus New Orleans last season. His best so far this year, 32 at Washington. All right. Well, with that one off the board, I'll go my first prediction for a Hornets individual for 2022. I'm going to say LaMelo Ball makes the All-Star team. I think the Hornets are going to get one. I think LaMelo Ball is the most likely. I think LaMelo makes the All-Star team. Three predictions down, 19 to go. Rob Longo, what's next? Well, I can't really argue with that one. I am going to stick with the statistical categories. I'm going to go with Cody Martin will continue and will lead the league in three-point shooting percentage by the end of the 2021-2022 campaign. I think his shot selection has been great so far this season, and there's a reason that he leads the league so far in three-point percentage. I think it continues into 2022, and we have a new statistical leader in the clubhouse in the record books wearing purple and teal. It's bold, but I like it. It's bold because, as we've discussed previously, you know, Cody Martin, in order to lead the league in three-point percentage, you have to make 82. You have to make one per game. Cody Martin, in his career, has not made 82 total three. So that that's where I think it's bold, but I like the direction you're going in. Sam Hurley, your next prediction. My next prediction will be that Kelly Oubre Jr. will be a finalist for the NBA Sixth Man of the Year Award, along with Tyler Hero and Buddy Heald. I think he's just been exactly what I think the Hornets hoped they were getting when they signed him in free agency just a nightly 15 20 point kind of threat lots of threes i think he's one of the league leaders or close to the top of the league lead in uh total three pointers right now i like kelly Oubre jr to be a finalist for the sixth man of the year award and if he wins it i believe he would be the second in franchise history to do so behind del curry i like it my next one i've got two that are available to me but i, I want to be super positive for 2022 because we're gonna have a better year it's been a, a rough year in a lot of respects 2021 as was 2020 in a lot of respects for a lot of us out there so 20 we're going to be super positive. The Hornets have one player who has yet to score a point this season, and he's going to do it. Arnoldus Kulboka will get in the scoring column in 2022. He will score. Every Hornet will score in the 2022 season. That is my next player prediction. Rob Longo, wrap up the segment. Well, I certainly hope that Arnie scores, just so I can hear you say Lubbus on the broadcast. Lubbus. Lubbus. I, I, even I butchered <laughs> it, but that's why I leave that to you. My final prediction, it's one that... 
I don't understand the whole notion of it, but I've seen some talk on social media about it. But Miles Bridges will remain a Hornet on opening night of the 2022-2023 season in October. I understand there are some people that think that he's going to leave in free agency. Again, he is a restricted free agent, so he doesn't really have a whole lot of power in where he can decide to go. Teams can, of course, you know, sign him to an offer, and the Hornets can match that offer, of course. And I'm sure that there are some teams that are going to try to do that just to force the Hornets' hand. But the notion that Miles Bridges is leaving the Queen City anytime soon is beyond me. I don't think that one is really that far out of reach in terms of predictions-wise, but Miles Bridges will continue to wear the purple and teal for 2022-2023 and for many, many years to come. There you have it. Those are our first seven predictions for the year 2022, all of them Hornets individual player related. Rob Longo, of course, taking meticulous notes and will follow up at the start of 2022. 23 to see how we did on this year's predictions. It's the first time we've done this on the Hornets Hivecast, after all. Coming up next, our NBA in general predictions. Sam Purley is in the on-deck circle when we return here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. I'm not anti-aging. I'm pro-looking my best. Getting cosmetic surgery at Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates has me looking young again and filled with the confidence I need to take on the day. From Botox to rhinoplasty to facelifts, Senta offers facial plastic surgery from specially trained eye and ENT doctors who are familiar with how all parts of the face work. Feel like you once did. Schedule your appointment today at ceenta.com slash appointments. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Sam Farber, Rob Longo, Sam Purley, wishing you all a very happy 2022. We're here with our, not resolutions, but our predictions for the year 2022. 22 of them in total. We just got through seven that are related to Hornets individual player predictions, such as LaMelo's going to make an all-star team, or Cody Martin's going to lead the NBA in three-point shooting percentage, or that every Hornet on the roster this year will score at least one point. You can check them all out with us, you know, end of the season, end of the calendar year, whatever you wish. Now it's time for NBA in general predictions leading off this round sam Purley, your prediction please my first prediction in the nba category will be the milwaukee bucks will repeat as eastern conference champions not necessarily nba champions but eastern conference champions i think they're starting to find their stride right now they're getting guys back i love the balance they have with Giannis, chris middleton drew holiday Grayson Allen's been a great pickup for them as well. They got DiVincenzo back. I think they're maybe a piece or two away, still kind of navigating Brooke Lopez's absence. He was a huge factor for them last year. But I like the Bucks to repeat as the Eastern Conference champions this year. All right. All right. Well, I, I'm in that case, this is the first time we've had this happen. My pick might be a little bold or maybe yours is because we're kind of in conflict here. My first prediction, there will be a team in the 2022 NBA Finals who has not been in the finals in the last 10 years. That rules out, in case you're curious, the Miami Heat, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Toronto Raptors, and the Milwaukee Bucks from the east. Takes out the Oklahoma City Thunder, San Antonio Spurs, Golden State Warriors, L.A. Lakers, and Phoenix Suns in the west. So someone new will make it. Looking at, uh, you know, maybe Brooklyn could go in there representing. We might have maybe a Chicago jumping into the standings. Maybe it's, I don't know, a Utah Jazz from the West? Maybe. It's a Charlotte Hornets. Who knows? But uh, that's my bold prediction for 2022. We will have a new finalist who has not represented their conference in the last 10 years. Rob Longo, you're next. I'm going to split the difference between you two guys, and I'm going to say that Brooklyn will not 
be in the NBA Finals, contrary to popular belief. They might make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, but I don't think they make it to the NBA Finals. I don't think they win the Eastern Conference. Something is just kind of off about Brooklyn. I understand that they're at the top of the East right now, but similar to the thought process that Sam Perley had, you know, the Bucks look really good right now. They're kind of peaking at the right time. There's just kind of too many moving parts and just too much stuff really going on with the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, the whole Kyrie Irving situation, you have the Kevin Durant, James Harden, who just don't really seem to be healthy at the same time, really. They've only played a handful of games together through the last two seasons that they've been together in Brooklyn as a whole. So something tells me that the Nets are going to be off. I'm sure that one's going to blow up in my face, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the Nets will not make the NBA Finals. I'll say this. They, they're one of the teams that I felt confident with my pick. The other one is Utah. I really like Utah this year. I think they've got a, a good chance to maybe be under a lot of people's radar. So I think between Utah and Brooklyn, I got some wiggle room here. Plus, of course, the Hornets to have a new finalist from the last 10 years. Sam, we both have kind of gone in your lane on our picks. How do you feel about yours and how do you feel about ours to start off this NBA in general predictions? Yeah, I like them. I think they're uh, we kind of got a little bit of a blend there between, you know, Rob didn't necessarily agree with me. He just kind of enforced if mine were to come true, then the Nets would obviously not be able to make the NBA Finals because the Bucks would have made it. So I think it's going to be a really good race at the top of that East. I think hopefully once teams start getting healthy, get all their guys back and kind of get a little bit more continuity, fingers crossed that we can see some really, really good matchups in the second half of the season for those playoff spots as well. Well, we have 10 predictions down for 2022. We're doing 22 of them here on this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Round Robin continues. Sam Hurley, you're up. So mine is a little bit of a pivot from the uh, what we just discussed, but my second one is going to be Obi Toppin of the New York Knicks will win the NBA dunk contest. Second-year player reminds me a lot just athletically, body type of Amari Stoudemire. I mean, he's just really, really good in-game dunker. We saw it a little bit when the Knicks were here in Charlotte a couple months ago. I think he got second in the dunk contest last year. He's done some kind of fancier stuff in games, windmills between the legs. I think Obi Toppin is going to go back to the dunk contest and win it after getting second last year. So pencil and Obi Toppin, the dunk contest winner at All-Star Weekend. Solid pick. My next prediction, I'm going to say that a member of the 2021 NBA All-Star team is moved and is on a new team by the start of the next season. Now, to be clear, this does not include players that have already moved, such as Nikola Vucevic. He made it as a member of the Orlando Magic for the 2021 All-Star game. He is clearly not on that team anymore. He is on a new team already. So someone who has not already moved by New Year's Day, 2022 will be moved and be on another team who has already represented a previous team. Maybe it's their current one. I guess it has to be their current one in the 2021 All-Star Game. Hopefully that made sense. Rob, your next prediction for 2022. I'm going to stick in the Western Conference, and I am going to say that the Minnesota Timberwolves will make the postseason this year. They're currently hovering around 500 right now, dealing with some COVID outbreaks and some health and safety protocols and that sort of thing, but just a ton of athleticism on this team. I think they make the play-in tournament. I think that they win in the play-in tournament to advance to the postseason. You know, you got to like the pieces that they have, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards. I just think that there's too much talent on that team to not make the postseason this year in a loaded West. I still think they find a way to make it through and be one of the final eight teams standing in the Western Conference to advance into the postseason. It's loaded, but it's not as loaded as it used to be. There's several teams with losing records right now that are currently in the play-in picture. So not too long of a limb you've stumbled out on there, Rob Longo. Let's go to Sam Perley to wrap up our NBA in general prediction here on this New Year's Day edition of the Hornets Hivecast. All right, I will close it out. 
Steph Curry will break his own single-season three-point record of 402 set in the 2015-16 season, which is when I think he won his second consecutive MVP. Right now, he's averaging about five and a half a game, needs to stay at about 4.7, 4.83s per game to stay on pace to break the record. Now, obviously, there's a lot of challenges. He's got to stay healthy. He's got to play in all the games. He can't get in health and safety protocols. But I think even if you factor in maybe seven, eight games, maybe I still think he's going to have enough threes to break that 402 mark he set back in 2016. So Steph Curry, single season, three-point record, again, breaking what he already held. That is quite the bold prediction. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, two segments in the bag. 14 predictions for 2022 are down. We've got eight left to go, and they're all going to be Hornets team-related. They're next here on the HHC. Hornets fans, make sure you download the Hornets app this season for an enhanced game day experience. The Hornets app is your home for the game day digital program with all the information on your favorite team and giveaways every game day. You'll also find predictive games, mobile food ordering, and even a wallet for your NFTs. Download the Hornets app today. Sam Farber, Sam Purley, Rob Longo with you here on New Year's Day, January 1st, 2022. And if you want to celebrate the new year in style, hopefully you'll join us tomorrow when the Hornets are back at the Hive hosting the Phoenix Suns, including a North Carolina favorite son, Chris Paul. Should be a great matchup between one of the best teams in the West and one of the hot young teams in the NBA, your Charlotte Hornets. Tickets are available at Hornets.com. Myself, Sam Farber, Sam Purley, Rob Longo here with you making our 2022 predictions, 22 of them in total. We've done seven related to Hornets individual players, seven related to the NBA as a whole. And now it's time for our Hornets team predictions. Eight left to go to ring in the new year. I will lead things off. My first prediction for 2022, the Hornets will beat the Philadelphia 76ers this year. It's going to happen. They've lost some ridiculous total in a row. It's going to happen here. I know that Philadelphia is still with one of the biggest, baddest centers in the NBA and Joel Embiid, but I think the Hornets have been close even with some very adverse circumstances with the health and safety protocols previously in Charlotte in the two head-to-head meetings. They will have a meeting in Philadelphia in the next couple of weeks, and I'm going to bank on at least in the start of the 2022-2023 season, or maybe in the playoffs in 2021-2022. That would qualify as well, but some way, somehow, this year, the losing streak ends. Hornets beat the Philadelphia 76ers. Rob, Sam Perley. I know Sam Perley has been waiting for that one for a while. It might have been on his list. Sam, what do you think of that one? Well, it's actually not on my list. It did cross my mind, but yeah, it's been a long time. I think it goes back to February 2016, which has been a long time. It's like 15 losses, so yes, I'd love it. I'd, I'd, I want to win both of them. Let's win both the next two games against the Sixers. It's just one. They just can't seem to get over that hump. They're really, really close. They were close the first few times this season, but I love it. Give me all the Sixers wins you can in 2022. The losing streak sits at 16 going into this new calendar year. Hopefully uh, my prediction is right and the Hornets can stop that one in its tracks. Pick up their first win over Philadelphia since November 2nd, 2016, which, by the way, was the sixth in a row for the Hornets. So maybe they'll start a winning streak of their own. All right. Next prediction on deck. It is Rob Longo. Rob, what have you got? 
So I'm going to stick with something that I said in a previous podcast when we were previewing the season, and it's that the Hornets will be eight games above 500 at the All-Star break. I had Charlotte sitting at 34 and 26 when I did these predictions all the way back in, I don't remember the exact date. I want to say it was at some point in September as we were getting everybody you know, ready for the season. By the way, I said that the Hornets would be 45 and 37 overall on the year. I think that they stay at 34 and 26 at the All-Star break. So I guess that's kind of a two for one because I still obviously have one more prediction but my general consensus is that the Hornets will be eight games above 500 at the all-star break sitting at 34 and 26. I like it Sam Purley your first Hornets team prediction. Well mine I think is going to hopefully assist Rob's prediction coming true. Mine will be at some point at the rest of the season, the rest of the 2021-22 season, the Hornets will have a winning streak of at least six games. I think you got all these home games coming up in the second half of the year. I think it's a great chance to pick up a lot of wins, get some momentum going. I think when you start playing really well at home and you can reel off some wins and four or five wins in a row on a homestand, you can kind of take that onto the road you know, maybe sweep a two-game trip or sweep a one-game trip uh, or just, I guess, win a one-game trip. So I like the Hornets to have a winning streak of at least six games at some point in the second half of the season. I don't know exactly when it's going to be, but pencil it in somewhere in that January, February, March, early April range. Six games is a a lot of games to string together, especially since uh, the midsection of the Eastern Conference is so tough, and really there's not a lot of teams at the bottom of the standing, certainly not enough to string together that many games. So it's a bold prediction in the sense that the Hornets really legitimately have to get hot to make it come true. But at the same time, I think six games is certainly something doable for the Hornets. So I like the pick there, Sam Perley. All right, my next one, the Hornets are going to lead the NBA in three-point percentage for the 2021-2022 season. This is my boldest prediction yet because it requires the Hornets to really maintain their hot shooting all the way throughout. They're right now really neck and neck with Atlanta and Chicago and Utah is a good three-point shooting team as a whole as well. But unlike some of these teams, really Utah, Charlotte's entire offense is not based around three-point shooting. They like to take threes. In many cases, they prefer to take threes, but they're perfectly happy dominating points in the paint as well. Whereas a team like Utah, their first choice, second choice, third choice is often to take a three-pointer no matter what is else is open to them. So I think the Charlotte philosophy offensively lends itself to this and I think the depth of their shooters as well and also on top of all that, they don't really rely on young players outside of LaMelo Ball. We don't see to this point at least, Book Knight being a fixture in the rotation. Young guys, they tend to have one of their weakest three-point shooting seasons in their rookie year. Book Knight has done relatively well for, for a limited number of opportunities. So I think all of this factors together to say that Charlotte can keep their footing and end the year number one in the NBA in three-point percentage. Rob Longo, your final prediction. This one might be going out on a limb a little bit, but it kind of coincides with Sam Perley had to say. Charlotte will have the best home record in the Eastern Conference when it's all said and done for the 2021-2022 campaign. When you look at the way that the home schedule wrapped up for the Hornets, Charlotte finishes 2021 at home with an 8-4 and record. Those four losses are tied for the fewest losses in the Eastern Conference. Again, I'm specifying by saying the Eastern Conference because I'm not going to say that they rival the likes of Golden State, Phoenix, and Utah. Those are very tough places to play, and they have obviously a better home record than the Hornets do right now, but I think that there's just something that kind of coincides with what Sam Perley said about a long winning streak, playing a lot of games at home, cutting down on travel in the second portion of the season. Hey, everybody loves a little bit of home cooking, so why not Charlotte to lead the Eastern Conference with the best home record going into 
what will probably be Sam Farber's prediction, which we will get to here in a few moments. We'll get to it shortly. I got to get a reaction to this one. Sam Perley, what do you think of that that prediction there from Rob Longo? It's bold. I like the movement of it. I like where it's headed, but that is a very bold prediction. Best home record in the Eastern Conference. What do you think of it? Well, I love it. Right now, I think they're they're 9-4. and four. I mean, they got off to think, dropped a couple ones at home, but for the most part, they've been a really, really good home team, and I think you look at at least two of those losses were when the team was just decimated with the health and safety protocols. Those two games against Philly, I think they had an overtime loss to the Celtics in there, and they also had a three-point loss to the Cavs as well, who have obviously been playing really, really well this season. So I like it, and I think it's important. You know, if this team wants to be where it thinks it can be at the end of the year, you got to win at home, and I think you got to win at least close to 30, if not more, home games. So that would be a good sign of things to come for the Hornets if they can get in position to be taking care of business at home by the end of the season. It would be certainly a great position to be in. My only hesitation on this is just in the next 10 days, the Hornets are going to host Phoenix and Milwaukee twice. I wouldn't be shocked if the experts out there said that the Hornets were underdogs in all three of those games. So very quickly, the Hornets could go from having the best home record in the Eastern Conference to somewhere about the middle, which means they would need some help to get back to their current footing. But again, I like the direction you're going in. I like the confidence, but that is no easy prediction, Rob Longo. I'm just saying, I mean, the Hornets took Phoenix to overtime here at the Hive last season. Phoenix has to come from west to east. I know that they're in Boston, you know, before this game, but you never know about that. And the Hornets played really well against Milwaukee last year. They beat them how many times last season? So I'm, I'm just saying. It's no fair. faith, Sam. No I, faith. Hey, I got faith. I got faith. Yes, you, you are correct that Phoenix did have to celebrate the new year on the East Coast uh, playing Boston on New Year's Eve yesterday. We'll see uh, what is in store tomorrow. Hey, the first step to Rob Longo's prediction coming true is tomorrow at the Hive. Hope to see you there. Hornets.com for all your tickets. All right. Time for our 20th of 22 predictions for the year 2022. Sam Purley your pick for a Hornets team prediction? Well, this one is kind of similar to yours. It's the Hornets leading the NBA in a category at the end of the season. And this one is going to be pace. I think the Hornets finish atop the NBA league in pace of play right now. They're about 101, 101 possessions per 48 minutes. Still kind of fluttering in that top three. You got the Lakers up there, Suns up there, Rockets up there, kind of going back and forth on a nightly basis. But I think this was a big goal of the team this year. They finished 18th in this category last year, I think, with the offseason additions of Kelly Oubre, Ish Smith, even Mason Plumlee. I think this was a goal. Get the offense moving, get that tempo moving, and really, really kind of get defenses on their heels and have your offense fueled by transition and fast break. And I think it would be a great accomplishment for the Hornets to get to that top spot in pace because I know it was a big priority going into the year is let's really play with a lot of pace and a lot of tempo. You can see it's, it's impacted the offense has been, you know, made a big jump this year as well. So I like the Hornets to lead the NBA in pace when it's all said and done at the end of the season. Solid pick indeed. No quibbles with it at all. My prediction, my last one as an individual here for a Hornets team prediction, the Hornets will not pick in the lottery for the first time since 2016. Obviously, I'm saying that the Hornets are going to avoid having one of the worst records in the NBA by predicting this, but I'm also going out and saying that I think Mitch Kupchak will not find a way to acquire a lottery pick this year. I don't know that there is a piece on the team that the Hornets be looking to move in the next few months that would bring back a lottery pick, nor do I think the Hornets really want to do that since the stated goal is to make the playoffs and giving away someone who is that valuable for a future pick, while you might make an argument that it could help the long-term goals of the franchise 
franchise would not help that short-term goal, which has been an important one for the team. So I'm going to say the Hornets do not pick in the lottery for the first time since 2016. That's something we will not see in 2022. Doesn't mean that it's not going to be a great draft night party, though, at Spectrum Center or wherever we end up holding it for Charlotte. Okay, 21 predictions down the 22nd. This is something that we all agreed upon. We really kind of set it in unison as we talked about doing this podcast. Sam Perley, Rob Longo, let's see how well we can execute saying this together in three, two, one. The, the Hornets, Hornets will make the playoffs. playoffs. Yes! Yay, it's going to happen. We, we pulled it off. We did it together. The Hornets will make the playoffs in 2022. That is our not-so-bold and yet most important of predictions here for this 2022 season. It has been a stated goal of the Hornets front office, of every member of the team, and it is our bold prediction, our final prediction here of this New Year's Day edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Rob Longo, Sam Burley, we did it. 22 predictions for the year 2022. Oh, yes, absolutely. I'm looking forward to them. We'll have to uh, bookmark all these and circle back. Uh, I think most of them applied to kind of the rest of this coming season, not necessarily into next year, to the full end of 2022. It'll be fun to search back and see if anybody nails these or gets any right. We'll have to have have a later podcast to see what the final tally ends up being. I don't claim to be Nostradamus by any means, but I think a lot of them, I think a couple of mine specifically were a little bit maybe too bold when I was thinking them through, but you know, that's what makes these predictions fun. That's what made this podcast fun. So, you know, maybe 365 days from now, I can come back and say, I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. I look forward to hearing it. I'm going to put Sam Purley in charge of the notifications every time one of these comes true, because just as Sam is always on the ball to give us a notification when his fantasy football team does well, I think he will do the same when all of these predictions do well. Fair enough, Sam? Yep, fair enough. I will I will be there. I'm already uh, saving the document and uh, writing everybody's down. It's going into a special folder. Circle back on this one year from now with the, our 2023 predictions, hopefully. There you have it. He is the staff writer for Hornets.com and the keeper of the 2022 predictions, Sam Purley. He is my producer on the Hornets Radio Network, Rob Longo. I am Sam Farber, and once again, we wish you all a happy and safe and wonderful 2022. I hope it is our best year yet and one that sees the Hornets and the entire NBA get out of the COVID protocols and everything else that has really been all-encompassing for the last couple of seasons. It's not a prediction. It's a hope. It's a goal. It's something that we all hope very much will happen here in the next 365 days. Tomorrow, we are back to game day editions of the Hornets Hivecast. We'll be previewing the Hornets matchup with the Phoenix Suns. Until then, for Rob Longo and Sam Perley, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you with us, and we'll talk to you again next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.